Bitch. And then people be looking at me because I be scratching. It's like, what are you doing? My fucking titty is. <laughs> um, when I was younger and my boobs would itch, my mom would be like, your your boobs are growing. I think she might have said titties. I can't remember the word titties. she used. Titties. But um, she lied. They didn't grow mom. <laughs> they grew some. Yeah, my chest itch. I had boobs in like second grade. <laughs> Damn, I I was very late blossoming. Honey, like was so my big boobs honey. were no, really like... small. I remember one time, like in like the fourth grade, I was still wearing like undershirts and stuff because mm. I didn't have titties, and everyone else did. And I was trying to be cute and like act like it was like a sports bra. <laughs> and this girl was like, "Your undershirt is showing." <laughs> <laughs> Like a little white bitch. Fuck up. Just let me pretend. Just messed up. <laughs> let me pretend with my undershirt, bitch. Right. Let me do me. Damn, that's well, mine's, crazy. Mine's are new to the game. I still uh, be knocking stuff over with them and everything. Shut up, <laughs> I was rubbing mine all on the cold by accident the other night. I liked it. It was okay. accidental. <laughs> Sitting right there. beside us. Uh, <laughs> trivia. Oh, okay. Wait, she had a. Um, boobies all on you. Anyway, what? why are we talking about titties? How I have no idea how, how we, we got there? there. How did... Oh, I did that already. Anyways, I need that to get out of my mind. All right. Um. Oh, we recording the show. What's up, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. I forgot what's, what was going on myself. What's up, y'all? This is Q, and I am here with... <laughs> oh, I, my God. What's wrong I with us? I am here in the studio right now. Recording. 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 With uh, Darla Nikki and Cashmere, and we are... Some, some black, black folks. folks. Some slow-ass black folks. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Two-thirds of us are slow. <laughs> I knew why the uh, fuck we were here. You don't know that. You don't know that. You think you're so smart. You so you so smart. Tell me, what's a nacho? What's a nacho? It's, well, it's chips no. with cheese. No. It's nacho no. ass. No. It is no. nacho ball. No. No. It's a man that's nacho. Nacho. No, he was doing all Madea. Is that what that is? I yeah. thought she was talking about the area between the balls and ass. Because it's nacho balls and it's nacho ass. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> I don't know where I heard that. How does that even help us segue into working while black? I'm just, I'm just going, your taint is your nacho? I've never heard that before in my life. I don't know where I heard that. All right. Cut that um, out. Cut that out. No, we don't keep that. Cut that out. Dude. We keep that is that. gold. We don't keep that. I'm uh, going to look that up. I'm going to add it to our Urban Dictionary if it's not right. there. Cut Put it out. Put that there. Oh, girl. So, so yeah, we came to talk to y'all today. Um, what I it can read right now. Oh, God. Earlier this year. Earlier this year. Um, a great movie came out um, called Get Out. Oh, such a good movie. Such a it good was movie. Awesome. Um, tells the story of a young interracial couple mm. who visits the mysterious estate of the woman's parents, um, the Armitages. Yes. So uh, Chris and his girlfriend Rose Armitage. Mm -hmm. Rose. Uh, 
Rose. The keys. The keys, Rose. The, the keys. keys. I'm trying. Um, I can't find You was uh, not trying. He goes to this house. If y'all ain't seen the movie by now, honestly. We, we don't care. We don't even give a fuck. We don't care. Come on. Um, he, <laughs> some shit going on. Uh, the mom is like hypnotizing people and stealing black men's bodies and they just disappeared. I'm trying uh, to steal me of somebody's this, black man myself. Correct. <laughs> uh, in this process, uh, when they are, when she's hypnotizing them, they go to this place aptly named The Sunken Place. Mm-hmm. Um, and since this movie has come out, uh, The Sunken Place has been used uh, as terminology to just describe being black in quote unquote white spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, that's what we are here to talk to you guys about today. More specifically, working while being black. So um, that's, a, that's a thing we're going to talk that's about. That's a thing. It, it's definitely a thing. So, I ain't, I ain't. It is. And what's going on is what's going on? Well, I mean, we're going to try to unpack it. We're going to unpack it. <laughs> we're okay. going to try. Okay. Attempt well, to try. Give me the keys so I can unload the car. Nikki, the keys. The keys, Nikki. Oh, here the they, they are. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I can't give you those keys, babe. Because <laughs> you're a black man. <laughs> you're a black man. <laughs> okay, so just to get started, I want to ask a question. Um, have either of you ever worked in a predominantly white environment? Yeah. Yeah, not for a long time, but I was like, wait a minute, let me think. I think I was the only black person. <laughs> it was not, not a very big company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think I was maybe the first black person because it had been recently bought out by a larger company. Okay. But before it was just blonde hair bitches in there. <laughs> um, for me, with the exception of the very first job that I had because that was a black-owned company, all of my jobs have been predominantly white. Um, so oftentimes I have been one of few people of color or the only person of color there mm-hmm. okay. or the only black person because I realized we're not the only people of color, but one or, you know, the only, you know. Okay. Oh. Uh, also, too, as well, it limited, mm-hmm. but have been in a space um, working in a predominantly white environment um one space particularly uh where i was the only um negro Negro. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that caused some issues because okay we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it let's unpack it <laughs> we're, we're going talk to about talk it. about it so <laughs> so in these well tell me a little bit more about um, a situation that you've been in in this work environment where it was not just obvious to you that you were the only black person, but it was made clear that, hey, we know you're the only black person and we're <laughs> looking at you because you're the only black person. Now, I'm going to say I've never had that happen. Okay. It's just been mm-hmm. a situation where I feel like I am alone. Because I'm the only black person. And then I've had situations like someone black comes aboard and then I feel like, okay, now I can breathe. Like I'm not alone. And it's kind of like um, 
I don't know if y'all have seen that that gif or that meme from the color purple where it's like when you see the only other black person of color there and they start doing Maggie <laughs> Dada. That's, that's how it felt for me. It was kind of like, you, me, us, never part. Like, I was just happy to have someone else there. Girl. So I, I don't think I've ever had anyone make me feel like we know you're black. You're the only black person. But I will say, I worked for a boutique um, a few years ago. I remember them days. And, yes, girls, it, it was a minute ago. A yeah. long time ago. Yeah. I had someone, uh, my supervisor at the time, tell me that she didn't know that I was black when I called to, like, inquire about the job. And that if I had sounded, quote, unquote, black, then she wouldn't have hired me. So it was she one of those things. Yeah, it was one of those Girl. things where it was like, you're the exception and not the rule. So be happy because of that, you know, because mm -hmm. that's why I gave you the job. So right. it was, you know, I was younger and a lot less woke then. So, I mean, in that moment, I still didn't know how to respond, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I didn't like lash out. It was just kind of like I was, I was stuck. I was in the sunken place because I yeah. didn't know what to say. It's just like, you don't, sometimes you don't even know how to react to those like microaggressions. Right. So and I can understand that. In my situation, I worked for a local company. Um, <clears throat> we did some marketing, promotion stuff, um, mm -hmm. events. Um, I'm not going to get too specific. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Correct. I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> Correct. Um, and for a time, I was the only black man um, <laughs> in this office. Um, and the issue for me was... This the owner of the company, this white lady, uh -huh. uh, being surprised when I did things that, like, we would eat in the office and I didn't eat with my elbows on the table. And she's like, oh, you have such good manners. I, I'm so happy to see that from you. And what? you're so well tended. I'm so happy to see that from you. And um, you're not, you're not like, you know, you know, you know. No, yes, I don't now know. I've, I, <laughs> no, I don't know, bitch. I have um, definitely, I, that was kind of the situation with the, the boutique. It's like, you're not, you know, you know, they don't want to say right. anything, but it's like, but they say it. But they trying to say? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, along with this company, uh, when we're trying to pitch events, um, there was an obvious disconnect between the type of events that we were throwing and the people that come to them, and there was a lack of diversity. So in trying to add some diversity, um, when we wanted to do like a special arts thing mm -hmm. um, that involved more people, the response was, Hmm, that sounds kind of urban. Oh, they didn't use the U word. You gotta they? love when they use urban. urban. What you mean, urban? Uh, Black. Girl, I know. Uh, I know. Black. This, this, this is just what threw my mind. And that sunken place is real because you're in a situation where you're like, this ain't right. Right. Exactly. I should not accept this. True. But you feel stuck. And that's what I loved about the movie because I don't think I knew how to articulate those feelings until yeah. it mm -hmm. came out because it's just like, in that moment, it it's kind of like, you go, you remember on Saved by the Bell when Zach would have those like, 
moments where he broke the like fourth where wall. He time right, and, and it's <laughs> it's mentally you kind of freeze but frame, and it's like it's like how do I react? Right, how do I react in this moment? But it's life is still playing in front of you, so you're just stuck watching it play out, and you don't know what to say, how to react, and you just kind of sit there and you're like. What the fuck do I do? What do I do? What do I How did I get here? Why did they think this was okay? Right. Why? Why? So many things happen. Tell us about that. What's going on? It's I've felt like that so many times for various reasons. But when I the job I was talking about before the Keith Lamont Sky thing happened, and we all went out to lunch, and they were talking about that, and you know I wanted to go off. But I was like, I'm not going to do that. But I really wanted to. And I f- didn't even feel like I could kind of engage in a conversation because I felt like if I said anything, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be what they wanted to hear. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk to somebody after this shit, after this shit <laughs> over. And that's another thing I, think, I think that's a good point. It's like when those things happen sometimes in the moment, you, again, you don't react, you don't respond. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. But then you feel like, I need to go to my safe place, right. my friends, my family, and talk exactly. about this shit to make sure I'm not crazy, like to help check me. Right. Because right. maybe I am overreacting mentally and this is this is perfectly acceptable. But then when you, you get to that safe place, they're like, nah, nah. that was fucked up. Right. And you realize Couldn't you aren't crazy. You heard me on the phone with you before. You be <laughs> explaining this shit. I'm like, bitch, and then what happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, hell no. See, that's some uh-uh. <laughs> Nope. Exactly. And then a black lady did end up working in there, and she was a little older than me, and she had more experience. And um, the other women were kind of coming at her rudely, and I was like, they're probably not intimidated by me because I don't have as much experience. So they're all, like, nice mm-hmm. to me and everything. But they were, like, very rude to her. And I was, and she was black. She was an older black lady. And I was just like, geez, because I was trying to, I was trying to read the situation and not assume that's what it was. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Probably would was she because she's from California. She was like, I never really had to deal with this before until I moved to North Carolina. And I was like, well, oops. And sometimes that's another reason I feel like a change might be good for me because yeah. it's like I know we live in the South, and it's not that. I accept what's going on here just because it's the South. I just know that it's more common it's here. More common. And yeah. sometimes right. I feel like I need to remove myself from this situation before I kill a white person. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let me I'm just save y'all and then myself. I, and then one other guy, he would he was kind of cool, but he would play music. And then sometimes he would play like hip hop and stuff and be like, yeah, Britney, uh huh. Like, I know you know that song, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Right. Oh, and then he'll play something else and I'd be like, oh, that's my shit. And it'd be something not black. He'd be like, what you know about that, bitch? Don't do that. Right. The same Don't thing you know that. about that Travis Scott you just played. Okay. Right. Like it, it works both ways. <laughs> exactly. So, so, in these situations, do you ever feel that you have to be like the voice of black people or like, you know, speak for everyone and saying, you know, this is not right or what's going on. Like, no, I don't think I could speak for all black people as a whole. I kind of try to keep things, make it clear that I'm speaking for myself. Okay. And then I might try to give um, a uh, disrespective from most black people or something. Mm. But I mean, in work situations, don't really do it. 
unless they really asking me and then I'm going to look at them dead in their face and keep it real. Like, you <laughs> ask, now I'm right. going to tell you. Right. But, like, just coming out saying stuff while they talking amongst themselves and I'm sitting there, I'm not about to say nothing. Right. Um, I don't think I've been given the opportunity. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, I think because... Like I said earlier, so many of the the white people that I've worked with kind of regard me as like the exception and not the rule when it mm-hmm. comes to blackness. They probably don't even think I'm in a position to speak for black people because they don't think that I'm like black or what they perceive as black. And so mm-hmm. I haven't been presented with questions mm-hmm. for I'm like, well, what do you think about this and that type of thing? Because it's just right. like you're one of us. So we don't yeah. have to talk about, you know what I mean? We don't have to ask mm-hmm. you because you feel the way we do. Exactly. Um, and so yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's a gift and a curse because I feel like right. it gives them license to kind of speak ill about, quote unquote, black people. And then exactly. I feel convicted because it's like, do I speak up and say something to defend other people? Yeah. Um, Because, you know, like a few weeks ago, we did the Beyonce episode and we talked about how we want celebrities in, in that episode we were talking about Beyonce specifically to to be more vocal about things about Beyonce going on. On the Beyonce episode. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> we wanted her to be more vocal about issues going on in the black community. And mm-hmm. even though I want them to, I don't expect it. And so mm-hmm. it's like do I need to hold myself accountable and, right. and be more vocal? So I don't know. Um, but I think well. that's part of the reason why I try to be more involved in the community because those things are important to me and Work right. isn't always the place that I can speak out the way bills. that I want because I have bills. We so bills. I try to balance it. I'm a Libra. But, right. <laughs> and I don't know. I think sometimes they it takes them a, real, a minute to realize that I am black. Um, I had one of them people came in there was going around asking people. No, matter of fact, he didn't go around. He came straight to me and said, Brittany, oh, Beeline. Brittany do you know how to speak Spanish? I was like, no. And then he asked everybody else. I said, he must have thought, uh much being you know is that slick hair is that racial <laughs> ambiguity they're yeah. like what what are you right exactly what but you? if you are kind of like my mom she's black and white her mom's white her dad is black she's worked around a lot of white people and they forget she's black and they'll start talking and then she'll look at them like Right, and then but oh, she's black. They forget, and they still be talking like they really right. forget she's black. Right, and you just be saying she's like, "Girl, I don't heard some stuff." And I'm like, "That's ridiculous." Yeah, I I think in the next role that I have, my goal is to go in being more vocal and not just coming across as like I'm defender of the black people, but right. just letting people know this is how I feel. That way, uh-huh. it doesn't come as a surprise to them when I speak up. Right, um, and they don't get comfortable talk in a certain way in front of me. I don't work around a lot of white people right now, though. I work with Chinese people. Do you feel comfortable being, (laughs) like, proud black in front, in these majority... (laughs) Get it right! (laughs) In these predominantly white situations, like, are you cool with, like, huh, I'm doing this, I'm rooting for everybody black, like, Right. Do you feel comfortable doing that in your current work environment? Yes and no. Okay. Like, I don't think that I can bring my whole self to work. Okay. Um, and I do feel like I always try to, like, sprinkle my blackness in there slowly, which is which is sad that I feel mm. like I even have to, like, okay. ease it on people. Um, but, like, for the past month or so, I've been rocking, like, faux locks. Mm. Um, 
and that's probably the most natural look that I've worn because Fox even locks. though Fox locks, even though I'm natural, I usually wear wigs. And right. so, you know, when I came to work with them, I wasn't sure what to expect. And so they were well received, mm-hmm. which is cool, but I feel like they were well received because it's like different, you know, and I didn't have anyone try to touch it. But Go in bitch from you never know how people are going to react, especially yeah. when legislations are being passed that are right. like banning dreads. Um, so I don't know. I don't feel like I can be my authentic black self. But every, you know, couple weeks, I try to bring a little bit more of me to the role. Same. So okay. What about you in your current, current role? Do you feel comfortable being pro black, like your full self? Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, is that because you work with Chinese people, or do you think, regardless, you would be... I think right now, I don't know, girl, (laughs) because they don't care. Like, I go to work wearing whatever I want to wear. I think it's just the work environment itself, not because of the people. Like, I don't really deal with people face-to-face on a daily basis, so it really don't matter what I look like. Right. Like, Um, would you go to work with a Black Lives Matter shirt on? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would. Okay. I'd do that. Okay, I can see that. I'm going to say, um, <laughs> so in this job, I just started a new job. Um, at Congratulations. The, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> um, at the interview, I had a awkward moment where um, in asking, like, my availability, I was like, I'm <laughs> free except, you know, this night. Because um, I'm on a podcast and we record on that night. And me not thinking, I I said that, like, we're on a podcast. And they were interested. And they were like, oh, really? What's the name of it? And then I was (laughs) like, oh, God. Now, mind you, this is a, um, and not that I'm against the people or anything, but this is a, a, a white couple who own a franchise um, and it is, you know, it is kind of a faith-based company. Um, And so I'm sitting at an interview, first of all, I don't want my gay ass up in there with bleach blonde hair and and a nose ring, (laughs) looking all cute, whatever. But they were like, oh really, That what's the name of the podcast? And I was like, some black folk. They were like, "Mm mm-hmm. I was like, some black folk. I'm sorry to hear some black folks, some 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 black folks, and they were like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right, moving right along." And that's exactly what happened. And we continue. Now I did get the job. Um, I'm managing, so whatever. But um, you know, it there. I think there is that, that moment where you're just like. Can I be me in mm-hmm. this situation? Um, so I do understand that. And right. I think um, there definitely have been times where I haven't been comfortable bringing my whole self to work because real me is like black on black on black. Right. I'm bleedy black. I'm black black. <laughs> give me my, my black power. Okay. All this. Issa Rae, I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Uh, you know, that that is me on a regular basis, but definitely there's those situations where you're in that environment and you're like, oh yeah, black people, I, I happen to be one of those. Right. <laughs> so, um, I mean, 
<laughs> have you ever experienced any type of like microaggressions? First of all, to describe to us like microaggressions and what those can be like. And then I want to see <clears throat> if you've actually experienced any of those. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Well, microaggressions are kind of like the, they're verbal, they can be behavioral mm -hmm. or, you know, like environmental subtleties that are often unintentional, sometimes intentional, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that are like negative slights towards people of color. So it's kind of like, how did you get your hair to do that? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Um, and this is an example of one in the workplace, which is one that popped in my head. Um, a couple years back, my roommate and I were in Bed Bath & Beyond, and two black ladies were shopping, and they had uh, a coupon. Mm -hmm. And they were having issues, like, finding it or pulling it up to, like, redeem it. And so this white lady was behind the, the two ladies and in front of me, and my, my roommate. And so she's just kind of huffing and puffing because she's like, you should have done this before you, you know, you left the house right. type thing because it's like when it's an inconvenience to them, the world just is coming to an end, but they don't mind right. inconveniencing, inconveniencing you. So as we're sitting here waiting for this black lady, you know, and admittedly I'm like, bitch, you're holding up my day. Um, right. The white lady turns to me and my roommate and she's like, I hope you're not like this. And it's just, it's one of those things where, like, they <coughs> they feel comfortable saying certain things to you right. based on your race or making these negative associations because of your race. And so that's really what it is. And, again, whether intentional or unintentional, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Hmm. Okay. Let me see that. Brittany, any, any experiences with those microaggressions? I feel like it's happened too many times for me to even sit here and talk about one in particular. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, so. see, I'm like trying to think really hard because I had, I've had some white boys say some stuff to me, and I don't know if it's because I was a woman or if I was black or if it was both. Hmm. Which is another issue. You know, he was some one white boy was asked. I went. To, I was going to try out for something, for a job, a particular job. Um, and you had to do like some physical activities and whatnot. And he was so? like, it was for a fire department. Oh, okay. And he looked at me and was like, what are you doing here? Oh. I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Is it because I'm black or because I'm a woman or because I'm both? Probably both. I, I can see both in that situation. Um. Oh, I have another one. Um. Well, I don't even think I gave an example of one yet. So, <laughs> uh, one that sticks out vividly. When I worked for a school years ago, um, I was, like, joking with my, my colleagues, and we were talking about, like, being tough. And there's this, like, stigma associated with Durham. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks it's, like, super violent and, like, the most scary place you've ever Ratchet. been. Yeah, and I didn't know this until I left Durham. Like, I went to college, and everybody's yeah. like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Durham. And they're like, oh, no. I can't fuck with you. And I'm right. like, Facts. what <laughs> is wrong with Durham? Right. I guess I was so sheltered, you know, in my little suburban life that I didn't know that Durham was allegedly a bad place. So, um, anyways, I'm joking and trying to use that with my, like, co-worker. And I'm like, girl, I'm from Durham. And... <laughs> My boss, a white man, a white man, comes up to me and he's like, Nicole, you went to Jordan. That's not really black. Or that's Ooh. not really Durham. And I'm like, 
Like, how do you feel comfortable saying this to me or defining what blackness is? You know what I mean? Right. So it was just, it was just crazy. Um, you know, and then the, the comments that you get about your hair, those are some of the microaggressions that I face. Like, Oh, I wish mine could do that. Like when I got the dreads or the locks, my boss said that he wished that he could do it. I was like, you can Right. go buy it. You can, like, you do, can it. do it. Right. You White really folks can. been doing it. Won't look as good, but you can do it. Um, look like Grinch fingers. Right. But you can do it. Knock yourself out. I've experienced just any, just any microaggression you can think of getting on the elevator with the lady who grabs her purse um, the hair comment, which I was in the store one day, I had just like dyed my hair, and the lady was like, "How'd you get your hair like that?" And I was like, "I bleach it." What? And she's like, "No, not like that. You know, like like how it is, like curly, the the curls and everything. This one's natural. It grew like this. The right. fuck you mean? Right. Um, something else with the hair at the job that I was first mentioning. Um, we had an event coming up. I came to work. Just had a fresh haircut. Um, this was like, I had like faded on the side and then like it was kind of twisted at mm-hmm. the top. Um, and my boss was like, oh, uh, well, we have a, a barber that's sponsoring us. You should go to them and get a haircut. And I was like, I just got a fresh got haircut. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, is that how y'all wear it? Who is y'all? <laughs> and that's, I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go to lunch. <laughs> I'm going to go to lunch. And I... Mm. I had to go to lunch on the bitch. Yeah. Huh? Now, y'all know I'm not here for Tyler Perry, <laughs> but when you did the who, it made me think of something. So uh, my cousin and I still quote, I don't even remember which play it was. It doesn't matter. Um, but there was one where Tyler Perry is like, whew. Girl, you don't even know you in danger. That's how I feel right. sometimes when like Girl, when Honey. when I have right. these microaggressions happen because it's like you don't know what is saving you right, right now. Okay. And see, all of this stuff happened, I think, at a different time. Like some of these were some years ago, but I feel like if I was in the same situation now, Today. I have no choice but to act the fuck up because it So many just, people. In the state that we're in that shit can't be allowed. It, was, it, it wasn't allowable then. Right. But, but Q in 2017. They but it's so many people that be pretty glad they ain't had to deal with 2017, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm trying to tell you, it'll be some hurt motherfucker how hell. Mm. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Honey. Yeah, I um can't think of any other ones off the top of my head like it happens so often it just happens so often now i feel like i kind of suppress or just repress them because it's just like this dumb is right it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of like par for the course it's like you're mm. dumb as fuck and i'm not even gonna engage and i think right. that's what it is like sometimes i try to call them out Especially when it's people that I know, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want them to continue to make these mistakes and not understand what right. microaggressions are or how people of color feel. Yeah. Um, right. But again, it, sometimes I feel like it's so commonplace that it's just like right. you don't you don't know how to react and you're just kind of stuck and I you just, just sit there. You know what I run into a lot these days? Even though I don't like the Cheeto-ass motherfucker, 
uh, white people automatically assume I don't like Trump and just start talking shit about him. Uh, I mean, like, I don't. Right. But, but they're like, you're black. You've you got to hate like him. You can't like him. Right. right. <laughs> Which there are some nagras out there for some reason that, oh, goodness. One half of Mary Mary. Them yeah, he gonna put them shackles back on her feet. What is wrong with that one? <laughs> right. Well, good but, for you, boo. Right. And those Christian values. Do what Christian values? Do you, oh. boo boo? Oh, okay then. <laughs> but shut up. Yeah, I got none. I ain't got none either. Cause what is you talking about? <laughs> Microaggressions are no longer allowed. Um, cut it They're out. Not. Um. I mean, oh, I just thought of one, y'all, but I ain't gonna put y'all out there like that. We was walking down the steps, uh, and somebody ain't move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I don't know if that one was because we were black or just because she was drunk she was and rude. rude. Yeah. I don't but know. the bitch got kissed. I know she that. Even, she didn't even look at us. She did. She just oh, was okay. like. She just kind of uh, shoot like us. Shoot okay. Us and I didn't so, know if it was because y'all was black or not. No, she was just rude as fuck. Oh, okay. She almost got her hand crushed. I, I was going to say, I know she got kicked, though. <laughs> she did <Right>. get kicked. <laughs> I kicked all oh my in her ribs. I, I don't even <laughs> remember what I kicked. I think I got that rib cage. <laughs> what is up? No. <laughs> people not moving out the way. I've been not moving out of people's way. And I'll oh, walk I straight into them, looking at their face. And yeah. they, they people really think I'm going to move. Like, like no, when I'm why I got to move? And you come to me. Why you think I'm like, going to move out your way? If you're walking out of somewhere and you're coming towards me. I'm not moving out the way. I've been on this path. So. You need to move. Move. Yeah, I don't but move yeah. out of people's way no more. So. And certain people think you're supposed to move out their way. That's my microaggression. Um, black men and all white people. Like I'm supposed to move. There was a time that I let this <laughs> stuff slide and I just took it to heart, but now I'm not taking it to heart anymore. I'm gonna take okay. it to HR. So microaggress me. I'ma call HR and tell them you called me a nigga. And I oh. think that's what you gotta do. It's like, you know, when when they go low, <laughs> you go high. You hit them hit them where it hurts. Correct. In their wallet. Don't mess Don't up your livelihood. Job. No, right. I'm not. Theirs. I mean, from theirs up. Correct. Right. I'm, I'm always been on that type of stuff. I'm going to call the popo. Right. <laughs> I call HR somebody. You did what? Okay. Rita? Right. Rita? <laughs> well, all right, y'all. We just wanted to have this conversation with y'all. Um, we want to talk to you guys. We want to know if you've experienced any of this in your life. Tell us about a time where... Um, something like this has happened to you, um, what it kind of was like being in that sunken place yourself. Um, it's a it's a common thing. Um, I don't. There's n- no one's alone in it, so we want to talk about it. Um, but you know, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up today. Um, uh, what do I usually say when I end this thing? I ain't know how to start the show. I don't know how to end the show. <laughs> um, let me Lord. see how I do it. All right, guys. So just follow us on social media. Everything is going to be at some black folks. Correct. And I'm going to be, it's just Q. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to be, um, you can follow me. I'm going to be uh, on Instagram at darling <laughs> underscore Nikki underscore 84. Okay. Oh, I should have did you. Yeah, you. and she could have done me, right. Okay. That's you can, true. You can follow me <laughs> at cashmere.tv <laughs> and sliding them deals. <laughs> <laughs> I was perfect. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh.
Oh my gosh. <laughs> you gotta wrap it up. Oh, I got it. Okay, y'all. And that's some black folks no, in the. Bitch, you were supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be you. I'm fucking confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you I'm guys. Darling, I'm I'm darling <laughs> underscore, underscore Nikki underscore, underscore 84. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all next time. In the meantime, don't forget to keep listening, laughing, and hopefully learning. And, um, you know, whatever. Some black folks. Some black folks. Get out of here. All right. Oh boy. <laughs>